Welcome back to the Human Conservation Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Corby Willett. I hope everyone is doing well today. Uh, We just passed Father's Day this past weekend, so I want to wish all the dads out there a happy Father's Day. My Father's Day was spectacular. I got some great gifts from my family, and I got to spend a lot of time uh, with my children as well as aunts, uncles, grandfathers, in-laws, all kinds of people uh, that bring us joy. I hope you were surrounded with the same. And with the coming of Father's Day and, and some of these other holidays that people like to call hallmark holidays, uh, these holidays tend to bring out all of the good things about social media and the internet, where I received plenty of warm and heartfelt messages wishing me a happy Father's Day, and I've done the same. Uh, It allows us to check in with our loved ones or even those people uh, that are having a difficult time. Uh, Maybe they just lost a parent uh, or just lost their father. And and that message that, uh, hey, I'm I'm with you, Uh, I'm praying for you and my heart is with you today, Uh, that goes a long way and social media really has become a good vehicle for that type of stuff. Uh, But we also this week have seen the very, very worst about social media and about the internet. Uh, In particular, uh, there's a submarine uh, that has gone missing, uh, taking people down to the wreckage of the Titanic. If you haven't been following the story, uh, there was a submersible that had a a crew of five. One was an expert on the Titanic, one is a pilot, and three people... uh, were two of them were a businessman and one was an adventurer that spent a lot of money to ride the submersible down onto the wreckage. It went missing about an hour and a half after it submerged and no contact uh, has been made since then uh, by the crew. The situation does not look good um, and basically hope is running out. Now there aren't that many things that I can think of that could be possibly more scary than being 12,000 feet down in the total darkness of our ocean and know that you have about four days of air and even less food and there's very little hope or rescue. That to me is terrifying. Uh, Two of the people, the businessmen, are a father and son, uh, the son being 19 years old. Imagine being that father looking at your boy and knowing that, you know, this is probably it. You know, I got into the shower uh, the morning after uh, and prayed that, you know, Lord, glorify your name through this somehow. Let your will be done uh, because he does have the power to do that. You know, and then I put on the news and I see that people are rallying from other countries and they're pooling the resources and they're trying uh, to make every effort they can to recover these people alive. You know, and I thought that it was going to be like a, a layup as far as the amount of people that would be pulling uh, for these these people to be rescued. But I actually found more people on the Internet either putting up memes and actually making fun of the situation. And, and that doesn't surprise me. Like, I can remember as a child when the Challenger blew up. I mean, it wasn't even a day before the Krista McAuliffe jokes started coming out and you know, dark humor and those types of things. And and I understand that there's a certain element to that that's unavoidable. 
That's how some people cope. You know, they tell you when you become an EMT that sometimes you have to learn to laugh at things uh, that aren't funny just to keep your sanity. So I I can understand the jokes. I mean, I I don't condone it. I don't like it. But I understand why people would, would do it. But can we at least keep the faith until we confirm that these people are lost or enough time has gone by that we know that they're there isn't hope. We know what the reality of the situation is. Here's what I didn't expect, though. I didn't expect the resentment that I've been seeing all over social media as if these people deserve this because they were rich people that went down to the Titanic. And you know what's funny is one person in specific uh, that had made a comment uh, of of resentment, almost as if these people got what they deserved, is somebody that I know for a fact has gone skydiving. Now, what's the difference there? Either one, if you jump out of the plane and, and your chute fails, okay, there's really not that much chance of success. Yeah, I get it. There's been some miracles, but for the most part, that's it. You're done. If you pull that ripcord and the chute doesn't open, that's pretty much it. I mean, isn't that a similar thing? These people went down to the submersible knowing that if a mistake is made or something goes wrong, it's probably the end. How is it that any different than skydiving? So you're going you're gonna to condemn these people? No, what I really think it boils down to is, is, is envy. That these people, obviously, they had to spend $150,000, they're saying. It might even be $250,000. I'd have to go back and check to take this submersible down onto the Titanic. Does that mean they deserve to die because they had money? I saw a comment where somebody actually said, let them rot down there. I mean, is that where we're at in this world? Five people are lost in a submarine two and a half miles down, and they're getting hate on social media. That is mind-boggling to me. If I had $250,000 to throw away, I, I don't think I would spend it to take a submersible down to the Titanic. You know, I get that. There's a there's a certain element to the fact that most of us in the real world struggle at some point to get our bills paid, to make sure that we have groceries. We feel the effects of the rising cost of everything. Maybe things are even worse. Maybe we have a, a loved one that's sick and all of our money's going towards that, and there's a temptation to become very resentful to people that have plenty. I, I completely understand all of that, but but for hatred, for to want them to rot at the bottom of the ocean, is that really justified? And that somehow that there are people out there that think that there's this is some sort of a of a justice. Well, if if that's what you feel that that these people are somehow getting what they deserve then you need to rethink where your heart's at because that is contradictory to the teachings of Christ to want harm on people. Why? Because they have more than you have? Let's go to Scripture for a second. We're reading the parable of the bags of gold, which is the uh, NIV uh, reading of Matthew 25, verses 14 to 30. And it reads, Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. 
The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had only received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with your five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. And the master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things, so I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with the two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. And his master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid, and I went. Uh, I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. And his master replied, "You wicked, lazy servant! You knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers, so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest." So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags, for whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance, and whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them, and throw that worthless servant outside in the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Joe Rogan's podcast has tens of millions of subscribers and listeners every episode. Let's just say that I don't have that many. Should Joe Rogan's followers be taken away from him and forced to listen to the Human Conservation Podcast? Is that the right thing to do? Does somebody get put on trial because they've earned a lot of money? Is that fair? Should we should just automatically take that from them? Like, is the message that I'm supposed to get from all the hate that I see on the internet about the submarine is the message that I I'm supposed to receive that we should just try to be bad people with very little. So then that way we don't get condemned to rot at the bottom of the sea because I've worked for something and I've earned something. It says right there in scripture, whoever has will be given more. If somebody's ambitious and enterprising, that is not a a bad quality. That is not something that, that God doesn't like. It's when you do that without Christ in your heart. It's when you do that, when you put the value of money over human life, that's when wealth becomes a problem. And unfortunately, it's very easy to do that when you have a lot, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. God says it's easier for the camel to walk through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the gates of heaven. But he did not say that it's impossible. People are entitled to what they work for. It's what kind of life are you living that matters. Now, I can't speak for these gentlemen that are in the submarine. That's between them and God. 
But here's an interesting twist uh, that I want you to think about, is if these men even carelessly went down in the submarine and they spent all their money, $250,000 to go down, if they somehow are found alive and they somehow survive this, what then are they going to do with their money? Perhaps they become the greatest philanthropists on the face of the earth. Maybe they devote every ounce of their being, every ounce of their money to doing good in society because they had such a a close brush with death. Maybe not. It's not for me to say, but it is a possibility. With God, all things are possible. And here's something else to think about too. If your resentment towards these individuals is because of money, then you are no better than the rich man because you are putting a higher value on money, or in this case, a lack of money, than you are in the value of human life. Human life is the most precious thing that we have. I also understand that there's some sentiment out there that a lot of money and a lot of resources are being uh, exhausted to look for these individuals and try and save these individuals. And there are people every day in hospitals that aren't getting the same level of treatment. I get that. I understand why uh, that's hard for people to swallow. This was the same hiccup that we had with the release of of Brittany Griner for Victor Boot. People felt like uh, regular citizens weren't getting the, the same treatment. I understand that. But there's two harsh realities that we all must face as individuals, and particularly as Christian individuals, and that is no one who has ever walked this earth deserves the grace that God has given us, not one of us. God does not owe us a thing. The second thing is life is not fair. We say that to each other all the time. The scripture that I just read you, the parable of the talents, or in this in the NIV case, the bags of gold, that tells us it's not fair. Why did one guy get five bags? Why did one guy get two? And why did one guy get one? Each according to his ability is what the scripture said. That tells us that we all have a different role to play. We all have different talents. We all have different skill sets. Life is not fair. And I don't mean to say it harsh like that, but once we understand those two concepts, it becomes much easier to appreciate the things that God has done for us. I don't know what the mindset was of the five individuals that went down uh, in the submersible to see the Titanic. I I don't know if their reasons are good or or not. I, I don't see anybody condemning astronauts for wanting to go up into space. In fact, they're generally celebrated as is heroes. You know, what's what's the difference? Why? Because one guy was just rich enough to say, hey, I want to go down into the uh into the abyss. You know, nobody was uh killing Bezos. I mean, well, some people were making fun of him for wanting to go up into space. I mean we need to prioritize how, how we think about just our fellow man. Because to hate on somebody because, you know, something unfortunate happened to them. It's just, it's just not a good, it's not good for society. But here's the thing. I do want to thank, in closing, I want to thank those people. I want to thank 
all the haters that put up idiotic comments on Twitter hoping that these people rot and that they get what they deserve. Because guess what? You defined for me what human conservation is. Is the, is the concept of putting the value of life above everything else, the value of life above politics, the value of life above religion, the value of life above um, anything else that exists on this planet. That's what human conservation is. And using that to come together. Let's pray today. Lord, please forgive us of our shortcomings. Take us by the hand. Lead us down the path that you want us to walk. Father, there are five people down at the ocean floor somewhere. My prayer is for their, your will to be done. If there's a way to return them safely and glorify your name, Father, then let your power be put on display for all to see. But we accept your will and we understand that sometimes tragedies happen. So we ask you to also be a comfort for the loved ones of these family members. Help us to understand our own value and help us to understand the value that we have in your kingdom. And I pray this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good night, everyone.